Hello, I'm Boz. And I'm Ben. And this week we'll be talking about being together for the holidays, big fish in a slippery pond, stupid names for stupid games, and a man with quick balls. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Hooray! Another year gone. Another year, another year of podcasting. Another year closer to the grave. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was our first full year of podcasting, wasn't it, that we've just finished? Yes, this isn't our first New Year's, but it was no, our first full... that was our first full year. So do you have any New Year's resolutions? Not necessarily podcast related, but ideally they should be, really. This podcast related, y- yes. Well, I'm on loads. Uh, uh, <laughs> you slag <laughs> <laughs> to appear on as many podcasts yeah. as I can. Oh, not this one. <laughs> Stopping <laughs> this one from now. <laughs> no. Do you have any? Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Reuse more games. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> that would save me a lot of time doing the jingles. <laughs> no, this week will be quite a sloppy edit, I think, because I'm not going to have much time to edit. So it's literally going to be a just bash all the jingles. Whatever in. we say goes, up, goes yeah. on. So if there's loads of racial epithets that Ben says that I normally cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I can't say that. <laughs> You're always not doing even it. Get it cut. <laughs> no, it won't. This is in. <laughs> My New Year's resolution this year I've decided I'm going to get Tonk like jacked properly massive that's my decision that's my is decision. it yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, no I'm joking <laughs> have you seen me <laughs> but I have put on a lot of weight so but you have bought a jack so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna hit myself with it and then that'll do won't it <laughs> basically the same <laughs> let's look at some new year's headlines shall we did you see oh there's a video for this one and I didn't show you you but you might have seen it anyway. It was Croatian skier Filip Zubcic. You see it? Nope. Follow the skiing? No. It was at the World Cup giant slalom run at Alta Badia in Italy. That's not how you say it, is it? But anyway, <laughs> Alta Badia. Um, he was doing his run and he's just like literally, you know how they do on the on the slaloms. He was going down at pace, yeah. um, coming down to the finish line. And the finish line, there was a little hill that they go over just before the finish line yeah to obscure view completely not to obscure it but it did obscure view <laughs> this will get them. <laughs> them and it almost did because it almost got one of the officials who was just standing on the finish line like in the center of the finish line what just, why i don't know it wasn't Best really <laughs> he wasn't paying attention at all because well you couldn't see but he was just looking off to the side all of a sudden looks up and goes Oh no! Oh dear! And Zubchich misses him by a matter of inches. Ugh. It's very, very close, and he must have been going. I don't know yeah. how fast they go—30, 40, 50 miles an hour. I don't know how ah, quick going. Yeah, Easily. thousands, probably. So it was very close, and I recommend you watch it. But then also watch Philip Zubchich's reaction, which is chill, chill, chill. And then as he stops, he just turns around and goes, "What the? Do- <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> Did you see old Jose the Pika? Peaky Jose. Peaky Jose. Yeah, Jose Mourinho. Oh, has he been did looking? You, yeah, did you not see? 
he was doing some peaking. I can't remember when it was. It might have been Boxing Day when they play Southampton. It was Spurs Southampton, yeah. whatever that was. Um, he was booked on the bench. Yes, I for saw that. Peeking at the notes of one of the Southampton coaches. <laughs> the look. It was real funny. <laughs> it was just, the coach is just there scribbling away. Oh, just goes, ooh, well, you're writing down there. <laughs> and uh, apparently he was a bit rude to him. Yes. And he was like, I got booked for being rude to an idiot. Yeah, I love that. That is classic Mourinho, isn't it? It's just such a Mourinho thing to do. I got booked. It wasn't me, though. It wasn't my fault. Apparently, I was being rude. To an idiot. <laughs> so that's what I'm. That's another of my resolutions. <laughs> Call more people idiots. It seems to work. Did you see about the holiday spirit? You won't have seen this one because this is in the basketball. It was the three holiday brothers, Jason, I oh know, sorry, no, Justin, J. Rue, which is pronounced Drew apparently, is J R U E, and they pronounce it Drew. I pronounce it J Rue, and I will continue to. Drew. Drew. Yeah, it's yeah. not Drew. No, Drew's with a D in it. Yeah. So it's not Drew, it's J Rue. J Rue, Justin, and Aaron, they're all brothers, and they were the first, I don't know if they were the first three brothers to play in an NBA game together at once, but they certainly did it. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I assume there must have been brothers before because there wasn't a huge thing made out of it, but they all played in one game together, which is quite nice, isn't it? Especially over the holiday period. They're all called holiday. I feel like that's why they did it. Maybe that was their family get-together. Their parents in the crowd, they brought a turkey. (laughs) (laughs) And they weren't actually playing. (laughs) Just just sat there with little party hats on. (laughs) Christmas crackers yeah. <laughs> and all got drunk and fighting that's what <laughs> Christmas is about isn't it? <laughs> did you see about Abingdon Town you read this story big big town isn't it is it yeah I don't know possibly <laughs> I think I've been to Abingdon once I think I might have done some work there they um, won't have you back though they would not they, were <laughs> <laughs> they certainly wouldn't want me to play for Abingdon Town Football Club because Abingdon Town were 8-0 down against Abingdon United Massive oh. local derby. And it was half time and they didn't want to play anymore, so just went home. <laughs> <laughs> Did not come out for the second half. Why not, eh? Why waste everybody's time? Eight nil down. What's gonna happen in the second half is gonna be yeah. good. Nothing. Let's hold on to your goal difference. If anything, yeah. they'll probably forfeit three and lose three nil. That's what he's on FIFA, <laughs> isn't it? So, <laughs> surely that's the rule. <laughs> There was 160 people in the crowd. They play in the 10th tier of football, which is about the same as Paget. Is it a, a league above Paget, maybe? Possibly, It's yeah. close, but 160 is quite a big gonna crowd. I was going to say, it must be a league above. That is a big crowd for that sort of level. Um, and I guess it was a local derby, so uh, you true. would expect it to be a bigger crowd. Bumper crowd. Yeah. The Abingdon Town manager did resign a couple of days later because he was frustrated at the lack of facilities provided by Abingdon Town. He said he wasn't like able to... Like players. Yeah. <laughs> All players have gone home. <laughs> I am annoyed by this, <laughs> and I resign. I don't blame him. <laughs> Did you see about the Slippery Sharks? No. Oh, I thought you might have seen this one. This is the Sheffield Sharks versus the Leicester Riders, who are both apparently basketball teams. Now, I get the Sharks. That's just like a an animal team. What does riders mean? Maybe they get the bus there. Ride the bus, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's as good as anything. They play basketball, so they probably have to get the bus. Ride their bikes. Cars. They, all, they all cycle there. Oh, a team of cyclists. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And maybe they're allowed them on the, on the pitch as well. 
It's in their it's in their team name. We've got yeah. half of them on the pitch. Um, so they were real quick, <laughs> and they kept falling off because <laughs> apparently the court was too slippery to play basketball on. Surely not too slippery. It was too for the sharks. <laughs> well, sharks you'd think would like slippery conditions, but the riders couldn't handle it clearly. And apparently the it was according to the sharks, it was due to circumstances beyond our control. But it sounds as though somebody used the wrong detergent on the floor soapy. when cleaning it. <laughs> so they've just used like crude oil or something. Just something. wash it off. Oh, it's making it worse. <laughs> We're just making it worse, boys. Um, it was at Ponds Forge as well. Oh, really? Where we have both played and fallen over. No, <laughs> we didn't fall over. Final headline for the week. Did you hear about the dog marathon? No, you didn't. It was this American Staffordshire Terrier called Max, I think. Yes, Max. Um, He interrupted, or not really interrupted, just joined in on the Nog Run Club Festive Fun Run. Oh, no. The Nog Run Club Festive Fun Run. Yep. In somewhere in North Carolina. (laughs) Um, And he ran, I don't know how long this fun run was, but he joined in for 15 miles of it. It's yeah. quite a long way it for is. a dog, isn't it? And the staffies are little legs. Yeah, they're not big, are they, staffies? Yeah. And they're usually quite like... Dench. Butch, aren't they? Yeah, sprinters. So, yeah, <laughs> like like Gimli. <laughs> <laughs> Very dangerous over short distances. <laughs> but um, apparently he just loves to run. He is a dog who loves running. Um, he was taken to a shelter after the race and his previous owners didn't want him back. What? So he'd just been left out on the street and that was why he was wandering oh, around and joining in races. You. Luckily, one of the runners did take him, and that a lad named Chad Duffy had adopted him. And apparently, he's been running with him every single day since, and he just doesn't tire out. Max just carries <laughs> on going forever. Please, Max. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we just want you to go to sleep, Max. <laughs> no, must run. Get so, a little hamster wheel or a big hamster wheel. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, actually. And link it up to a generator. Free power. Yep. Oh, Max sold. power. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> Backseat Coaches presents WWE Brackets S New Year, new WWE Ooh. And new WWE names Excellent well, We've got to have new ones We have new ones every week, don't we? Uh, well, I don't know if we do no, <laughs> The Christmas really. ones, I'm not sure about No, I'm not sure either, to be honest So, yeah, okay, New Year's, New Year, New Year names Good, okay Um, I'll go first Yep, go on We've got a Sunday lunch theme Oh, I like that. I love a Sunday lunch. Mm. Yeah, as long as I'm doing nothing else Good for the roast. rest of the day. Like, if I'm doing anything else, oh, it sits so heavy, doesn't it? Yeah. But if you're just sitting down watching TV in front of the fire, that's when you want a Sunday roast. So mm. you can be honey roasted fast nips, <laughs> and they are so fast. He <laughs> <laughs> keeps pinching me. <laughs> nip, 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 nip. <laughs> like a tiny crab. <laughs> Or the roasted duds. Like roasted spuds. Yeah, tag what? team, aren't they? <laughs> oh, I see, okay. Yeah, <laughs> then good. <laughs> That's us, basically. <laughs> or rustle your sprouts. Rustle your sprouts? Yep, he comes in and gives them a rustle, doesn't he? <laughs> Nobody likes it. I don't want that. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Leave <laughs> my sprouts alone, Russell. <laughs> I don't really that one. What's the other one? Duds? The roasted duds. No, what's the first one? Honey roasted fast nips. Yeah, honey roasted fast nips is a good one. I want to be that. 
<laughs> you this week have a duvet theme <laughs> because I bought a new duvet as a Christmas present to myself. I did. Ah. Nice thick one as well. I'll be trying that later. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you leave it after this, cow. <laughs> so you can be Mister Down and Out. Get it? Yeah. You can be the ten tog truck. Is that how many togs it is? Yes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidentally. <laughs> <laughs> or you can be, I quilt my last opponent. Like, I killed him. <laughs> mm, yeah. It doesn't really work, does it? But I like it. <laughs> I'll be the 10 tog truck. The 10 tog truck. <laughs> and that's good because you do weigh 10 tons. Uh, <laughs> go on then, 10 I togs. Weigh 10 togs. <laughs> go on, 10 togs. What have you got for me? I have. A fucking ridiculous one. Do you? It Good. Is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of it already. We're going to East Anglia, where I hail from. Ooh, yeah. So is this that... is this is you and Ali. Yeah, this this is what I went home for over <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I went home for a bit of Dwyle flonking. Okay. I can't get anything from that. Those aren't words. I thought it was pretty obvious. I haven't written much more down, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the words. Uh... <laughs> Does it make sense to you of being an East Anglian? No, at all. East Anglian <laughs> slang words. There, there are a lot more stupid words in this, and okay. I mean none of them. <laughs> Great. Um, pub sport. Yeah. Two teams of twelve players, each taking a turn to dance around one of the other team, while attempting to avoid a beer-soaked dwile. A dwile being a cloth that is thrown by the non-dancing player so the person that they're dancing around yeah how closely have they got a dance around them there's uh, there's you hold hands and go in a circle like uh ring of roses yeah so i guess as big a circle as 12 people would form oh all of the team yeah oh i thought it was one person dancing around another person (laughs) (laughs) okay sorry so the whole team is dancing around in a in a ring trying to avoid a flannel being chucked at them. Yeah. Okay. That's essentially the, the essence of the sport. Right. That, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and so there's just one flannel. Yeah. What are the other 11 people on their team doing? Well, I assume... Drinking? Probably drinking, yeah. isn't it? Well, we'll come to that later. Yeah. One okay. of the rules. <laughs> of course it is, yeah. So, as you said, dwell knitted cloth. They believe it's come from the Dutch word de veil, meaning mop. Which sounds about right. Yeah, why not? And they reckon flonk is a corruption of flong, which is an old word for the past tense of fling. Nice. Flong it, didn't I? Yeah, flonged <laughs> it all over the place. <laughs> flonged it, <I'm>. yeah. <laughs> What did you do that for? Oh, I was just flonging things, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> flonged it at me, I flonged it back. <laughs> Officer. <laughs> um... A game of dwarf flonking was played at the Beckles Festival of Sports in 1966. Okay. Don't know if this festival carries on, but I feel like it's something I should go to. It does sound like it. It's, this is your heritage. It's quite close to Ipswich. Is it? It's it's not far from where my brother's getting married. Really? Ah. So maybe I'll go to the festival at the same time. Maybe maybe he's planned it such that... <laughs> Why both, wouldn't you? Yeah, have both <laughs> on the same day. <laughs> then he can compete, can't he? <laughs> Well, he doesn't miss a game. <laughs> He's always flonking. He's flonking all the time. <laughs> Massive flonker. That's what I've heard about. <laughs> the rules of the game have been described as impenetrable, 
<laughs> and okay. the result is always contested. <laughs> I love a sport when the result is always contested. So does that mean that whatever the result is, the other team are like, no, that's not the result? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Pretty much. This is ridiculous. Um, so official rules, a dull-witted person is chosen to be the ref <laughs> or jobber now. Sounds like football. <laughs> <laughs> and... The team's what did you say the word was? Jobber now? Jobber now. What's that mean? Well, that's the name of the ref, isn't it? <laughs> Where from? <laughs> I don't know. Why? <laughs> I want you to do the derivation again, please. <laughs> um, teams decide who flunks first <laughs> by tossing a sugar beet. How do you even do that? What's a sugar beet? <laughs> like, what, like a cane? Yeah, sugar I, I assume cane. it's like a sugar cane. Toss it where? But if it lands like directly. <laughs> it's not like tossing a coin. <laughs> so I assume they're like doing it as javelin so you can throw it the furthest. Is that what they mean? You just toss it, don't you? <laughs> you flunk well, it. You toss <laughs> you to flunk. decide who flunks first. So you flunk the, the cane so that you can flunk <laughs> further. And once it's decided who's going first, First, the jobber now will cry, here you go, together. Okay. Because, well... Well, wouldn't you, I yeah. suppose? I mean, that, that bit sounds like the most normal bit, I've got to be honest. So, the non-flonking team yeah. join hands and dance in a circle around one member of Wait. the flonking team. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, yes. The yeah. non the flonkers are the throwers, yeah. Yes. So, that's just the one person. Yeah. The flonker dips his dwell-tipped driver. What? Dwell... Dwile tipped. Dwile tipped driver. What's a driver? Is a two to three foot pole. So it's a mop. It is actually a yeah, mop. A right? mop with a loose end. <laughs> Wait. Oh, so he flings. He flings yeah. it off. Oh, so I got it. He dips Ooh. his dwile tipped driver <laughs> into a bucket of beer. This is like reading. Have you ever read Clockwork Orange? <laughs> yeah. It's very like that. This <laughs> every third word is just nonsense. <laughs> Spins in the opposite direction to the. Dancers, commonly known as Goethe's. Right. And flunks his dwile at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then how does he play the game? <laughs> Stop flunking your dwile at me. Well, then he's very tired. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little nap. Uh, so, so he's going the opposite direction to the dancers. Yeah. Okay. I, so I can see how it's going to be hard to hit people. Yeah. Because you're spinning at the opposite angle yeah. to them. Yeah. A complete miss of all the dancers yeah. is called uh, Swag. Fine. And uh, the flonker must drink the contents of an ale-filled gazunder pot. <laughs> a what? A, an ale-filled gazunder pot. And what's that? It's a chamber pot. Oh. And do you know why it's called a gazunder? Because it's got poo in it? Because it goes under your bed. <laughs> 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 that's the best bit of this whole thing. Because <laughs> under your bed, that's great. That could have yeah, been. That, one... quite... <laughs> that could have been one of my WWE names. Because <laughs> under your bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> a sort of... really creepy record. Because <laughs> on top of your bed, like a duvet. Oh, right. So he <laughs> drinks a chamber pot full of ale. Yep, he has to finish it before the dwell is passed between all the dancers who are shouting, pot, pot, pot. 
agree. These rules are impenetrable. We are finished. <laughs> it sounds like some like wicker man. <laughs> yeah. This, this is just how Morris dances <laughs> get warmed up. <laughs> oh man. Um, two snurds per game. <laughs> of course it is. What do you mean? One snurd is one team dancing around oh, the flonker. So there's only one flonker per team? Yeah. For the whole game? Yeah, typically. Oh. I thought you might go through all 12. Yeah, that's what I thought. And be there for <laughs> two days. But God knows how long. Like, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it'd be that long. No. Like, you just got to throw one a flannel once and yeah. then drink a beer. That's that's not that long. The game's not going to last very long. No. If it's only once round. So, maybe, so that's um, maybe traditionally two snurds per game. Okay. But maybe now, yeah. the hardcore people, 12 yeah. snurds. 12 snurds, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all snurds. Absolute snurds. Yeah. <laughs> Ref adds interest slash difficulty by randomly switching direction of the dancers. The, the ref does? Yeah. Oh. And will he, will he shout it so that the, yeah. the dancer knows, the middle and, guy and then, the flonker? Yeah, the flonker has to... He's, presumably, he has to turn... He switches as well. Yeah. Uh, yes. And the ref levels drinking penalties for not for people he deems aren't taking it seriously. <laughs> uh, so, what I'm seeing from this so far <laughs> is, is very drink-orientated. Yes. For one person, the flonker. Like, he's going to get smashed if he misses his flonk, I suppose. Yes. Um... Points, how all much, important points. How much do you think is in a chamber pot? Not loads. They're not like really deep. But they're not. I've not they're, they need to be deep enough, don't they? Yeah. I guess yeah. They don't. They need to be deep enough that it's not going to slop out. But it needs to fit under your bed. Yeah, and my bed's very low, so mm. you'd have to use like a baking tray. <laughs> <laughs> You've not got much leeway with this one. Go on and points. How do you score points? So. Three points for a wanton, which right. is a direct hit to one of the dancers' heads. Okay. Two Ooh, points. To heads, nice. Yeah. Two points for a mortha, a body hit. Right. One point for a ripper, a leg hit. Right. And minus one point per sober person at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, how how are you getting less sober? Is everyone just supposed to be drinking constantly anyway? I guess so. Yeah. It's not like these aren't rules. It's just yeah. <laughs> you should, if you're going to play this game, to be fair, if you're sober at the end, maybe it's the ref's fault. Yeah, for not sounds like it levying more yeah. penalties upon you. Yeah, or you were taking it really seriously, and therefore, <laughs> therefore you're not drinking, are you? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a lose lose situation. It's quite a fine balance, isn't it? Actually, yeah. So you lose a point for every sober person. Yeah. How sober is sober? Don't know. No. Didn't say how they determined. Maybe, like, I guess, not a breathalyzer, but like, make you walk along a line, <laughs> yeah. flunk things. <laughs> can you flunk this? <laughs> how far can you flunk right now? I don't even know what flunking is. <laughs> how many flunks do you see when I hold up this dwell? <laughs> what? <laughs> one Dutch person, they're like, oh, yes, this makes complete sense. <laughs> um... The winners take home the all-important ceremonial pewter gazunda. Nice. Okay, <laughs> that, that seems like the the right trophy <laughs> yeah. for this game. So, is it once per year, or is this a thing uh, that people just play? I think they just play it. Just, but it was in the whatever that thing was you said. The games in the nineteen sixty-six. 
Yes, it was in the Beckles Festival of Sport. Yeah. So, we so it's a real sport. It's not a game. Well, clearly. It, it clearly is. Festival of Sports. It, yeah. That's the Olympics. Yeah. The Olympics is a it's festival of sports. the Olympics for Beckles. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very localised Olympics. <laughs> all people come from all around Ipswich and Norwich and uh, the Netherlands. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the Beckles. Uh, festival of sport and your brother's wedding on the same day we're going to do a lot of flunking at my brother's wedding brilliant (laughs) I'll see you there Backseat Coaches presents WWE Bracket S I have a game hooray and sticking to my new year's resolution yes it's an oldie you are you're reusing things recycling yes good so the all primate. the questions are the same. Yeah. It's just a memory test. It's just whether I can remember them. And I won't. I won't. <laughs> Some of them might be the same. <laughs> don't know. I won't remember. So it really doesn't matter. But we're going to have a good old game of a coach full of quotes. Caviar or sausage. An equine hoax. All this tippy-tappy bollocks. A coach full of quotes. I really like this game. And I like the fact that I get to be contestant as well. That's yeah. like another good thing about it. So for those of you who don't know, mm. I basically read out quotes from not just coaches this time, Ooh. but players and pundits. Ooh, going off script a little bit, but okay. Um, and Boswell has to guess who said them. Yes, I do. Now, a lot of these quotes are taken completely out completely out of context i don't know the context so i cannot help you out okay you, you've not done any research into the context no or... you just like if you highlight the quote and just put it into google you don't don't find it fair yeah no that's fair <laughs> uh, or you find it on the same list you got off yeah <laughs> so you'd end up having to go through every single interview that that person had done <laughs> trying to find the quote yeah not so worth it. um you'll just have to reason it out yeah, i guess i'll just take it at your word yeah um managed to pick up quite a few from <clears throat> 2018 2019 Premier League season. Good. And this season. Uh huh. And then there's a few just oldies scattered in there as well. But they're all football. They are all football. Soccer football. Yes. Okay. So, start with question one. Let's go. The title race is like Highlander. Only one of us will be there at the end. Okay. Who said this? Was it Jurgen Klopp? Hmm. Brendan Rodgers or Pep Guardiola? Ooh. So it's which of those is the biggest nerd, really? Yeah. Highlander's quite a nerd film, isn't it? It is a bit, yeah. Mm. Klopp, Klopp is quite a nerd. He definitely seems like a like well-meaning nerd, doesn't he? Yes. Mm. I'd, like, <clears throat> Pep Guardiola is a nerd. Yeah. But only a football He's nerd. He's a football nerd, yeah. Like, whereas Klopp seems like a like a techie nerd yeah like he's somehow fallen into football <laughs> i don't know how this happened <laughs> i've watched a lot of football films <laughs> i don't i genuinely don't think i've ever heard him talk about football he always talks about nonsense doesn't he yeah um so it could be yeah, it could be Klopp, but brendan rogers did manage in scotland yep is highlander set in scotland i haven't seen highlander i've seen some of highlander i think a lot of it is. He is a Scottish thing, but it's, it's is sci-fi, Sean, is isn't it? Is it Sean Connery? Is... Mm, possibly. I think he is in it, is yeah. he? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I've seen <laughs> bits of it. I don't think he's the Highlander, is he? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he is. is he? He's one of them. 
but they can be only one. Yeah, but and then, then they have to kill each co- other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they, yeah, they go around chopping each other's heads off, don't they? Yeah, which is essentially what Man City are going to have to do now. Yeah, right? they're going to have to chop the clop off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it could be Brendan Rodgers. I'm going to going to discount Pep Guardiola. He's not cool enough. Like he's not. Well, he's too cool. He, yeah, he's not cool though, is he? He's just <laughs> a nerd. <laughs> yeah, he's he's too football. Let's yeah, say that. Yeah. Uh, so Klopp or Rodgers. I'm going to go Brendan Rodgers. I'm going to go out there. You going Rodgers? Yeah. I can tell you it was Klopp. Mm. Oh. Should have gone with your instinct. I should have. I thought it was too obvious it was going to be Klopp. Yeah. Yeah, it's the sort of thing he would say. And he did. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess so. That makes sense. Damn it. Question two. He dribbles a lot and the opposition don't like it. You can see it all over their faces. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good one. I like that a lot. So who said this uh, piece of wisdom? This seems accidental as well, which is even better. (laughs) Uh, Terry Venables. Or Kevin Keegan. Or Ron Atkinson. So it's a a classical classical one. And uh, therefore, I don't know. It could be any of them. So who was it? Venables, Keegan, or Atkinson? Yeah, Venables had a sort of. I believe this was in punditry. They said it. Oh, okay. And though Keegan wasn't a pundit, was he? Not really. I think he's done a bit. Yeah, I'm going to discount him on those grounds then, because I don't think I've don't never seen Keegan doing punditry. Venables maybe because he said things like this. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, he, he's, I remember his interviews when he was England manager. He wasn't the <laughs> yeah. best, was he? Um, I'm just going to discount him anyway. I don't think he's, I don't think he's got that many words yeah. to put together. So. Uh, Venables, Venables is good. I, I, I liked Venables as England manager, and mm. generally, he seems like quite a, an affable fellow. Ryan Atkinson, very like disgraced, wasn't he, from in English football? Like he was banished from yeah. commentary, but previous to that he was so everywhere. So there could be it could be in there. I'm gonna go with Venables. I like Terry Venables. It was Ron Atkinson. Oh no! <clears throat> I'm so close on all of them, <laughs> just discounting them for the wrong reasons. So it was when he was a pundit. Ron I think Atkinson. so. Yeah, yeah. You don't know who he was talking about. No. Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> Great quote, though. <laughs> yeah. Clipping that one up. <laughs> Sometimes you want Obertan to open his legs and do something a bit exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Alan Hansen, Alan Pardew, or Alan Shearer? Oh, good. All the Alans. Yeah. <laughs> Obertan, did you say? Yeah, played for Newcastle. Always yeah. playing for Newcastle at the time. I remember the name roughly. <coughs> I so, do not remember the era. Alan Pardew did manage Newcastle. He did, didn't he? Uh, I can't say whether he was managing at the time. No, or I don't know. Yeah. So Shearer it could easily have been a match of the day, or could have been when he was at Newcastle because he was mm. there briefly, yeah. wasn't it? But it sounds like the sort of thing a pundit would say, not a manager. Yeah. Oberton stretches legs. Yeah, sometimes you want Oberton yeah. to open his you legs. You wouldn't say that about your own player, would you? Yeah. So I don't think it's Pardew. Because he doesn't do punditry, really, does he? No. Occasionally, but not really. So I'm going to say not him. Hanson or Shearer. 
I think Shearer, because I think Overton's more recent than Hansen. Let's yeah. go Shearer. It was Pardew. Oh, no way. <laughs> I'm going to assume during his time as manager. That which, is, would, which would be a really weird thing to it's say. It's a really weird thing to say. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, even if it wasn't innuendo Yeah. <laughs> but it is. Oh, that's, that's annoying. <laughs> that's a weird quote. Yeah. Just a weird quote. Open your legs. Do something. <laughs> do something. Exciting. Question four <coughs> is a long one. Oh, okay. Stick with it. Mm-hmm. It is like a cow that every day in 10 years sees the train cross in front at the same time. If you ask the cow, what time is the train going to come? It is not going to know the right answer. In football, it is the same. Experience, yes, but hunger, motivation, circumstance, everything is so important. Jesus. (laughs) Who said that? Uh, Was it Pochettino? Yeah. Klopp? Yeah. Or Sarri? Oh, yeah. Now there, he, <laughs> now he's then. an odd one. He is an odd ball. <laughs> so it, it, you've given me all non-English speakers because it's it definitely <laughs> yeah. sounds like it's from a non-English speaker or not natively like English. Like a cow that every day in ten years, <laughs> it's, it's it's sort of Cantona-esque right at the start. Yeah, but then to be fair, he was gonna. I I thought about him. Yeah, one of my options. But he doesn't have the poetry of Cantona quite. <laughs> yeah. So it's not it's not that. Um. Ooh, it's tough. This one. <coughs> Which of them grew up on a farm, and therefore the thinks about cows a lot? Yeah. <coughs> or pass by a farm on a train. Oh, yeah, every day at the same time. <laughs> the looking, same cow. <laughs> looking into the eyes of the cow, and be like, I'm going to use this one day. <laughs> um. Pochettino, I'm going to discount Klopp because he's already had one. Can't be Klopp again, although it could be, knowing him. But mm. no, I don't think he can be the same answer twice. So it's Pochettino or Sarri. <sighs> Pochettino did say some things. Particularly near the end. Yeah. <laughs> Losing he's it just a little sort bit. Of letting go a little bit. Because like, this makes no sense at all. It doesn't. In football, <laughs> it is the same. No, no, it isn't. Not, it doesn't make any sense. All the players see the train and they can't tell the time. <laughs> yeah. We're all late for training every day. <laughs> That's why we're losing. Leave me alone. Uh, oh, Pochettino or Sarri. I think Sarri. I just want it to be Sarri. I feel like it feels like a Sarri thing to say. He's a bit of a weird guy, isn't he, Sarri? So I'm going to go with Sarri. You're going Sarri? Yeah. It was wrong. (laughs) Pochettino. Dang it. You threw me off by putting Sarri in there. Pochettino all over. Yeah, Yeah, I was very happy when I saw Sarri for an alternative. Any of these could be Sarri. Question five. Damn, I'm not doing well so far. No, you have zero from four. Damn. I don't want Rooney to leave these shores, but if he does, I think he'll go abroad. <laughs> Classic. Was that Alan Shearer? Yeah. Gary Lineker? Ooh. Or Ian Wright? Ooh. I, so I don't think it's going to be Lineker, unless he was doing it as a joke. Yeah, maybe somebody else said something stupid and, yeah. he, and being... he riffed off it. <laughs> and he does do that sometimes, but yeah. he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it accidentally. No. And it sounds like an accidental thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna rule him out. Mm. And is it Wright or Shearer? Ian Wright. 
has he a says some things. Yeah, he has a habit of just letting his mouth go. Yeah, and see where it takes him. He sort of says it so quickly yeah. that everybody's just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I don't, don't have time to think about it. And yet. then only later they, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Did he say anything then? Half <laughs> the time it doesn't mean anything like, of the things he says. It's just yeah. like a run-on sentence. Um, so it could easily be Ian Wright. It could be Shearer, but I don't think so. Shearer's quite measured in what he says. Yeah. I said, I, yeah, I'm going to go with Ian Wright. Go with Ian Wright? Yeah. And you'd be right. Yes! Yes! Champion! Excellent. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad I got one. <laughs> I was worried I was going to be a clean sweep there. Question six. Yeah. So this could be either real clever or real stupid. Okay, good. It's real end-to-end stuff, but unfortunately, it's all up Forest's end. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> was that Chris Kamara? Oh. John Motson? Ooh. Or Andy Townsend? Oh. Now, Andy Townsend was the bane of our lives for <laughs> yeah, a while. He was awful. Yeah, you don't see him very much anymore, do you? He doesn't do much. I guess the... maybe ITV's getting less and less football. Does he still do ITV? I, oh, I don't know. Because he doesn't do the international games, does he? <laughs> yeah, it probably is. He's been relegated. Because Glenn Hoddle does the, yeah, the, the, did, the yeah. England games, isn't he, on ITV now? And he's much better. Yes. I, I like Hoddle. <laughs> Andy Townsend is <laughs> shocking. Just put balls in equality. Yeah, yeah and you'll score, innit? <laughs> Yeah, he would just say the same thing every match. Yeah. <laughs> and would say stupid stuff like that as well. Mm. So that's a possibility. Who are the other choices? Chris Kamara. Chris Kamara. And John Motson. If it was Motson, yeah, possible. It would, it, if it was Motson, it would be said as a joke. Yeah, like possibly. It would be clearly. Yeah. He, he had a, a I lot can of, imagine him saying it. Yeah. As a joke. Had a bit of wit around him, yeah. didn't he? Whereas Kamara. It could it's easily, clearly a mistake. <laughs> it can easily have gone wrong for Kamara, as it so often does. Yeah. Um, oh, this is tough. It really is. <laughs> it could, it could really be tough. any of these. This is the beauty of this game, isn't it? Yeah. It could be any of them. So I'm going to discount Andy Townsend because I think you've put him in because I, you know, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> and Kamara or Watson. I'm going to go for a slip of the tongue, Chris Kamara. A slip of the tongue, Chris Kamara? Yeah. And you'd be right. Yes, two in a row. I'm on fire. <laughs> Chris Kamara. He is a legend of this game. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, so you can you, find 50 quotes from him alone. You could do a whole game <laughs> of Chris Kamara quotes, yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah. a thing for the future. So, question seven. Mm-hmm. Who said this? If history repeats itself... I should think we can expect the same thing again. Okay. Danny Murphy. Oh, yes. Terry Venables. You're right. Or Jermaine Genus. Oh. <laughs> now, both Murphy and Genus have a habit of trying to make themselves sound profound. Yeah. And saying nothing, really. <laughs> Would they know a phrase such as history repeating itself i think so because i think it's the sort of thing that they would say to try and sound clever (laughs) and (laughs) nothing googled clever (laughs) phrases (laughs) what can i say it's one of they've been to one of those courses that (laughs) five things to make you sound cleverer uh i don't i mean it could be venables it could easily be terry venables yeah it's like a slip of the tongue but 
I don't think so. I think Terry Venable was a little bit cleverer. I think Danny Murphy. I really don't like Danny Murphy. No, no. I really don't like him. His insight isn't great. No, he knows. No, he seems to know nothing, and I find it really difficult. Like him and Genus as well. They they never did anything as players. Like they never won. Like Murphy was in some good Liverpool sides, yeah. but n- he never did anything really, did he? Mm, he, was, he, no. he was in the squad, but he never won anything really. <laughs> And Genus never won anything. He played for Spurs all his career. Yeah. <laughs> never won anything. I find it really hard to listen to what they're saying. It just it doesn't quite have like the same. They, they clearly haven't done like their coaching badges. No. And stuff. Yeah. Whereas like Shearer, you can tell that he was a great player as well. Shearer. The game has changed since Shearer played, but he still has knowledge of how to score goals because that was what he did yeah. for a living, and he was very good at it. So. Uh, I find it very difficult to listen to either of those two, Murphy or Genus. I think it's Danny Murphy. I'm going to go Danny Murphy. Going Danny Murphy. Yeah. I can tell you it was Terry Venables. Oh, I'll tell. (laughs) I wish I knew the context for some of (laughs) these. I feel like that one, like it could easily be a slip of the tongue, that one. But it is very stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Question eight, mm-hmm. possibly my favourite one. Good. Uh, slightly longer, this one. Okay. So which manager said this about one of their midfielders? You cannot put him in a box. You need to give him freedom and trust, like my dog in the park. I trust my dog. I say, go, I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows. <laughs> he understands me. <laughs> Was that... Mourinho. Yeah. Claudio Ranieri. Yeah. Or Pochettino. Mm. Now, I could imagine all of them saying that to their dog. Same, yeah. Go, I trust you. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Ranieri. And then Ranieri would never see his dog again. (laughs) (laughs) But he'd get a different dog (laughs) and forget. He'd just think that was his dog. Oh, I love Ranieri. <laughs> I remember last time we did this game, I always wanted it to be Ranieri. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. I had so many Ranieri quotes yeah. uh, His one last time was the the, the horse one, wasn't it? Uh, comparing Jamie Vardy to a horse. <laughs> horse. <laughs> oh, and it was a goodie. <laughs> oh, so, I, I think this could easily be Ranieri. I, I feel like I want it to be Ranieri again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could be Mourinho. When you said Mourinho... But even before you said Mourinho, I kind of thought Mourinho yeah. already, because it's kind of a, it's kind of rambly. Yeah, and Mourinho is a bit rambly, and like he's probably been asked about something completely. Yeah, different. he's talking nonsense about. <laughs> and how did you win today? So talk about midfielders. <laughs> I don't think it's Pochettino. Again, he did say some wacky stuff towards the end. Also, live close to a field. We think. That's true. Cow. That's true. Might have lived on a farm when he was young. Unconfirmed rumours. <laughs> Go, play amongst the cows. I trust you. <laughs> wait, wait, that one is looking at a train. <laughs> I will write this down. Where's my dog gone? <laughs> <laughs> Just takes a cow home instead. <laughs> oh, cow, you're better. <laughs> I, I trust you more. <laughs> now I'm going to tie you down so you want to train every day. Um, I'm not going to say Fuchitino. He's already been an answer. Mourinho, it's going to be Ranieri. It's always Ranieri. It's got to be Ranieri. <laughs> it should be Ranieri. Oh. But it's not. No. 
Pochettino. You, you, you put Pochettino in again. He's <laughs> talking about Christian Eriksen. Damn it. <laughs> He's good. That is a good quote. <laughs> I do like that one. Yeah. Uh, it's up there. Yeah. I trust you. <laughs> and you don't trust Christian Eriksen. You shouldn't. <laughs> Not the way he's played this season. So, which manager said this after running onto the field when their team scored? Ooh, okay. There were 14 years between the first one and the last one. It cannot happen anymore for the next 14 years. Uh, him running on the pitch? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, was that Mourinho? Mm-hmm. Klopp? Yeah. Or Sam Allardyce? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you put Sam Allardyce in because <laughs> he's never run away anywhere in his life, has he? <laughs> 14 years apart, maybe. <laughs> it's true, actually. It can't happen for 14 years or my heart will give out. <laughs> I need to get my buff back. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's Allardyce. I've never seen Allardyce run. <laughs> or so, look happy. Oh, or... no, yeah, true. Celebrate anything. So both Klopp and Mourinho have been told off. Klopp especially was told off for running on the pitch, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, but I don't think it was 14 years apart for Klopp. I don't. Th- I don't think he can hold himself in for 14 yeah. years. <laughs> I think he will have run on the pitch at All least once time. a season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas Mourinho went sprinting down the line, didn't he, that one time? Yeah, to his, the dog pile. That yeah. His Chelsea players. Yeah. To tell them to defend. Yeah. <laughs> Get back and defend. <laughs> so yeah, I could see. I could see it with Mourinho because he did it with the ball boys, well, didn't he? Recently, yeah, but, I could see it see it happening sparingly. Yeah, with Mourinho. I think he does it intentionally as well. I don't think he ever gets carried away with his emotions. No, I think he pretends he gets carried away. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit of a psychopath, isn't he? I think a little bit. I don't actually, think any yeah. of his emotions are real. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go Mourinho. It was Klopp. Oh, no. Whether it's true or not, I can't tell yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think it's true. I think he's a liar. <laughs> I think he's just forgotten. Yeah. So, so far, you've got two from a lot. nine. Yeah, not good. Um, but I'm only just one off. Yeah. One off average. <laughs> um, How many's left? There is up to five left. Whoa, you've got many. Yeah, if you want to do them all. Okay. Uh, do you want to do them all? Yeah, why not? May as well. New Year. We've got loads of budget left in our... Uh, <laughs> we didn't do an episode last week. We've got loads of time on, on the thing. <laughs> Two-hour episode coming yeah. up. So, which West Ham player mm-hmm. said this after a difficult defeat? Okay. Not to win is guttering. <laughs> <laughs> and, ironically, that was what he was doing at the weekend. <laughs> and guttering is to not win. <laughs> to not win. <laughs> You're definitely losing if you're guttering. <laughs> that is true, yeah. <laughs> Winners don't gutter. <laughs> That's Klopp's, uh, Klopp's motto. So was that Declan Rice, mm. Mark Noble, Ooh. or Andy Carroll? Ooh, Ooh. you've made this so tough. Ooh. They're all so dense. I've picked all the stupid <laughs> you've ones. picked all the thickos. Yeah, if I'd picked the clever ones. Yeah, no, there wouldn't be any. <laughs> <laughs> they all play for West Ham. They can't be clever. <laughs> Uh, Declan, I haven't seen much of Declan Rice. I've seen him no. play, but I haven't seen much of him talk. Uh, he's a defensive midfielder, and they don't tend to be that clever, do they? No. Mark Noble certainly isn't clever. I know no. that much. I've seen him a lot. I feel like he might know what guttering is. 
I feel like he probably yeah. does it on his days off. That's true, actually. He looks a bit like a gutterer. That's bit right. Of extra, <laughs> yeah. Bit of extra bob. Bit of extra money. Do you guys love... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need the money. He just goes on because he likes to peer in windows, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, it could be Mark Noble. But yeah, I think you're right. He's sort of working class. Yeah. Sort of knows what a gutter is. Declan Royce. I don't know. Uh, is he a bit more middle class? Don't know. Don't know much about him. Andy Carroll... Like Newcastle. Yeah, he was the big time for a while. Yeah, he was. But could definitely reach a gutter. Yeah, big lad. Yeah. But maybe never said it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe never said the word. Maybe he just thought the gutting and guttering, like that's what he thought people were saying when they (laughs) can't hear, he's too far away. (laughs) Well that's reach gutter in that like It's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, it could be any of them. Stab in the it dark. It is a full-on stab in the dark. And as such, I'm going to go for Mark Noble. Yeah, stabbing Mark Noble in the dark. If I can, yes, please. And you'd be right to... Yes! <laughs> I am right to stab him. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark Noble. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see him getting, like, right narky in the last... In one of the games over Christmas, Mark Noble? No. He was really annoyed. Oh, I don't yeah. know what about. <laughs> just, he plays for West Ham, I suppose. <laughs> he was just really annoyed with all his team. Not getting as much going work as yeah. he, <laughs> he was like. The guttering's dried up. <laughs> well, that's bad. I suppose that is. No, that's a good time to do guttering. The yeah. guttering's wetted up. That's <laughs> <laughs> Too soggy. You don't want to do it when it's soggy, do you? No. It's lost loads of jobs because yeah. of bad weather. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad time for guttering this sort of time of year. Although, lots of leaves. So. Mm. A gutter is paradise. <laughs> Question 11. Yep. Which manager replied to a journalist with the following quote mm-hmm. when asked about their job? Mm. How is your future? Is the sun happy with you or not? The sun, the, the, newspaper. Sun, the newspaper. Not the gods. The, <laughs> the, the, the celestial being, the sun. Was that? <laughs> He's talking to a farmer. <laughs> and how are your cows? <laughs> Was that David Moyes? Yeah. Mourinho? Yeah. Or Sarri? Tough. Now, Mourinho is known to bite back at yes. reporters. Would Sarri... he know who they worked for? He probably wouldn't even but No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't, would he? <laughs> That's true. He doesn't learn people's names. He doesn't learn, yeah. like, his own players' names. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know who Pogba is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's Mourinho. I think he would have been more cutting. Yeah, it's not like it's not like on the nose. No, is it? it's quite like no, no, you. <laughs> what about your job? <laughs> are you happy? No, wait. Are they happy with are you? you uh, leave me alone. Are you happy with me? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> are you, please tell me you are. Please. <laughs> that'd so be, that'd Moyes. be Moyes. Yeah. <laughs> He's just been appointed, hasn't he, Moyes? He's yeah, back at West, West Ham. Ham. <laughs> yeah. What a nightmare <laughs> for West Ham. I, for a bit, Everton were going to get him, and then we got Ancelotti instead. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> bit different. A little bit. Slightly different. Did you see um, David Moyes' press conference? No. Oh, what, sh- when he was announced? Yeah, it should have included this as a quote. <laughs> he said, um, yeah, among, among uh, some managers, among some managers, I'd probably have the top uh, win ratio <laughs> Out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, if you pick the ones. <laughs> the ones I've got a worse win ratio than you. Those are the ones I've got a better win ratio than. So, and he was like, yeah, so I was brought in to win. Because that's what I do, win. <laughs> I'm better than some managers. <laughs> that's what I was brought in. 
it's so true with boys as well. Yeah. He's one of those managers you look at the what's available and you go, Oh, he's better than some of them, I suppose. <laughs> Oh, I really, I, I want this to be more. I'm going to go with Moyes on this one, I think, because he's he's so dour. It's so sad at the end he of his Man so United sad. tenure. So I'm going to go with Moyes. You're wrong. Oh. You're sorry. Oh, I was sorry. Not as weird as he can be. No, definitely not. That's quite. Uh, yeah, it's not very, not very good, really. Not very no, imaginative for sorry. He needs to work better, work harder. He's back in Italy there now. I imagine he's doing great things with the yeah. Italian press. <laughs> Um, question 13 this is a little bit funnier yep that's completely unstoppable but the keeper's got to do better for me <laughs> this is Robbie Savage it's fucking Robbie Savage isn't it <laughs> he always says this shit is it Michael Owen yeah Jermaine Genus oh yeah or Rio Ferdinand ah uh, yeah it could be any of them yeah <laughs> that's completely unstoppable but the keeper's got to do better for me. Yeah. You hear that more often than not, I think. Yeah. You hear a lot of, oh, he's got to score there. As if, like, as if it's easy to score. Yeah. It's not like people score once a game quite often. Like, it's not easy to score. Yeah, that's true. I hear, like, I hear a lot of nonsense commentary in football. And this is, <laughs> this is even is the, the step above, isn't it? <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, it could be any of them, couldn't it? Rio... When would he have said that? Rio doesn't do that much on TV. He did a little bit during the World Cup. Yeah, he did. And yeah. Euros. Yeah, they quite a often... while ago. They had like him, Sadorf. Yeah, on B- it was on BBC, wasn't it, for the World Cup? Yeah, yeah it was really good. Sadorf was so good. Sadorf was good. Henri quite good. Yeah. Ferdinand. Ferdinand's terrible, just... but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't listen to Ferdinand. No. If you can help it. Uh, so it could be Ferdinand. He would have had less chance to say this, I think. Yeah. Owen, does Owen work on BT Sport? Oh, yeah, I think so. I've seen Owen about, but I don't, yeah. see, I don't see him very often, but I don't watch BT Sport, so it could well be that he's on that. Uh, I think for a while he did a fair bit of... Yeah, you he did see him around for a while, didn't you? And who was the other one? Who's the other? Oh, Genus. Now, Genus is on Match of the Day. Yeah. Seems to be on every week at the moment, much to my chagrin. Uh so it could easily have been him and he, it's the sort of thing he would say as well yeah I'm going to go with Jermaine Genus just because I've seen him more you going Jermaine Genus yeah it's Michael Owen <gasps> dang it there is a big odd list of Michael is Owen there? quotes yeah <laughs> yeah he's not the the brightest brightest tool in the shed is he no okay two left okay I've got to I've got to get these two so, haven't I you're, you're three from 13 oh shit <laughs> that's so bad <laughs> what can I get Five from 15. Yeah. That'd be bang on average. average, Yeah, Yeah, so I've got to get that. I've got to get these two right. I've been so poor. My guessing, like, every time I guess someone, it's wrong. So, again, like, you sort of don't know how to take this. Was this a Mm, joke or not? Okay. Um, That would have been a goal had it gone inside the post. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Rio Ferdinand? Yeah. Michael Owen? Or Roy Keane? Ooh. That's a that's a curveball, Roy Keane. So, I can imagine him saying it as a retort to somebody else saying something. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I that mean, was really close. Yeah, in his sort of <laughs> yeah, would have been a goal. <laughs> it would have been a goal if it had gone in the fucking net. <laughs> yeah, the last hole. <laughs> you can see him wanting to swear <laughs> yeah. at every single person that he works with, Roy Keane. <laughs> uh, yes, it could be Roy Keane. 
yeah, the, this is where the context should have been really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are the others? Rio and Owen again. Yeah. It could be either of them, definitely. It's not going to be Owen because Owen was the last one. He was. But you have done two of Pochettino. <sighs> have you Van Dyked me? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with... It's so hard because I can't even justify it anymore. Yeah. It could be any of them. I'm going to go with Rio Ferdinand because he's dense. you got Rio Ferdinand. Yep. He is dense, but he didn't say no! this. No! God damn it! Michael Owen again. Oh, you Van Dyked me again. <laughs> Damn it. Is the next one Michael Owen? I'm just going to go for it now. <laughs> so, to be ever so slightly below average, you need to get this. Thanks. <laughs> Question <laughs> 15. <laughs> some quiz contestants are worse than me, though, so <laughs> that's, that's what matters. Some are. Some have a worse <laughs> winning ratio. <laughs> Brazil. They're so good, it's like they're running around the pitch playing with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> They've done this on purpose. <laughs> Was that Jonathan Pierce? Oh. John Motson? Yeah. Or Phil Neville? Oh. Or Michael Owen? <laughs> you dropped him in. It's not Owen. Um, they're so good. Oh. It's like they're running around the pitch playing with themselves. To be fair, if I was, if I was that good, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Have a little break. <laughs> I mean, it's very good. I don't think Jonathan Pierce would be allowed to do a Brazil game. They <laughs> tend to put him on the lesser games, don't they? The, more, the ball moves too quickly for him. He wouldn't be able to keep up. <laughs> exactly. Where's it gone? <laughs> <laughs> the carnage. <laughs> just say that. The slashing and the grinding. <laughs> just revert to type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Jonathan Pierce. I think he was the best thing about the Women's World Cup. He All, was good, like he yeah. was always on the good games. Yeah. Uh, he just brings. He was with. Was it Sue Smith? I think. And they had, uh, yeah. they had a really good rapport between them as well. Like they were, He was constantly taking the mickey out of her, which was really good. Like They, they took yeah. the mickey out of each other. It was really nice. Uh, I really like Jonathan Pierce, so I'm going to say it's not Jonathan Pierce because I don't think he would get the game either. Phil Neville. If it's Phil Neville, it's the most exciting thing he ever said in commentary. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think unlikely to be Phil Neville, personally. <laughs> I, we haven't had a Motson one. No, yeah. and he's he's done a lot because he did a lot of commentary over his time as commentator. I'm gonna go for Motson and hope. You go Motson, yeah. the legend. Yeah, you are right. Yes, yes, slightly below average. <laughs> you are a lot better than very few managers. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it feels like to be David Moyes. <laughs> what a feeling! <laughs> now, where's my billions of pounds that he gets paid, please? <laughs> Caviar or sausage, an equine hoax, all this tippy-tappy bollocks, a coach full of quotes. It's time for World Record of the Week. Everyone's the best at at least one thing, it's a World Record of the Week. Have you heard about the Indian man who is addicted to karaoke? They all are, aren't they? No, it's Japan. This man was called Garupta Singh. Yeah. yeah, and he was involved in the world record attempt at Little World Mall in Karjar, Navi, Mumbai. Kar- I don't know if that's how you say it, but in Mumbai anyway. Um, they did a karaoke, continuous karaoke. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess how long they've done karaoke for? Uh, 
96 hours. Close, but not close at all. 792 hours. 792. Not one person. This is revolving people. It's just there is a karaoke stage on constantly being used for this that, time. Like 30 days. Why not? Yeah, about that. Three, <laughs> so three would be 100. No, wait. 100 hours is like four days, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So four times seven, 28. Yeah. Getting on for 30 odd days. Yeah. So about a month of karaoke. And they were carrying on when the record was broken. They were going to go for a thousand hours of continuous uh, karaoke. What were they singing? Uh, different songs? I, I can tell you there Same was song. more than 800 singers, which is not that many if you no. think about it, uh, con- uh, performing more than 9,000 songs. So, oh, who's got that many songs in their Spotify? Me. Uh, no. <laughs> Everyone has. <laughs> Spotify's well, massive, isn't it? Oh, no, no downloaded. That's true. Data, that many That's songs. true. Yeah, you don't, he's rinsing your data. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got to get like people who've got work phones where you can just do as much data as you want. <laughs> um, there was a record broken in Michigan, in a Michigan high school, by the Michigan High School robotics team. Mm. Uh, do you want to guess what the record is that they broke? Uh, that's right it's a toilet paper pyramid that's what they broke so i don't know why they took a robotics team to do this but it did they stacked toilet papers they stacked toilet papers in a pyramid with a robot i guess with a robot so they stacked twenty-seven thousand rolls of it do you want to guess how high it got 28 meters uh no 16 feet which is not that high either is it really uh, wide base yeah it would have had to have been to be a... in which case it's much easier to stack that many because you're stacking it on nothing if you make a really wide base you've stacked a thousand before you've put any actually on top of each other that's true actually yeah that's a good point you could just <laughs> you could just have a really, really wide-based pyramid. as And, and only it, as tall as... But the record is height rather than number. The record is height. Yes, the record oh, is okay. based... Sorry, yes, that makes... Yeah, I forgot that as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the record is the highest toilet paper pyramid okay. ever done. So it Not that high, then. Not that high, no. Mm. Um, Challenge accepted. Yeah, we can get some robots, <laughs> can't we? We can make a robot. Um, there was a record broken... This record is kind of kind of pertinent for our podcast because it is a collecting record mm-hmm. similar to our sticker collecting it is the record for the most number of baseball cards held Ooh. by one person do you want to guess how many paul jones 34 from idaho has Forty-eight thousand more 152,000 more 600,000 more no 2.7 million baseball cards surely some of those have got to be swapsies they've got to be swapsies haven't they surely like there's not 2.7 million baseball so players why, why are you collecting swapsies you swap swapsies maybe but maybe he's got them all he must have them all hasn't he <laughs> yeah. like if he's got 2.7 million he better have them all <laughs> that, that must be all like the uh like mini baseball what do you call it Oh, minor leagues and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they do baseball cards for minor league players. He's drawn like, his own. He's, he's just made them. <laughs> so uh, maybe they do do like special ones, don't they? Like gold cards, like shinies yeah. and stuff uh, of the same player. So maybe he's got like loads of different versions of the same player. Uh, maybe that's how yeah, you do from it. Different seasons. Yeah, and like different eras. Like, it's been going for a long time, hasn't it? Baseball, 100 years maybe. So 
there must be a lot, but still, 2.7 million is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I don't know how you store that many. There's so many uh, things. Um, Paul Jones, he has Asperger's syndrome, and his parents credit baseball, the sport, and the collecting the cards as helping him to learn to read and count. Otherwise, I don't think he would have been able to. Hmm. So it's actually really good for him. Um, he goes to games quite frequently trying to get them signed by the players. Like A lot of the players That's recognize cool. him now because he's he's always at games. Yeah. This, is, this is passion. Um, and when he's at games, he always wears a hat that says foul ball Paul on it, <laughs> which relates to a story where he got hit in the head with a foul ball. <laughs> I assume from not looking or something. but <laughs> Looking at his cards. Yeah, he's probably... Oh, so many... Ow. Ow. <laughs> And another card. Oh, got double, double <laughs> cards. <laughs> but a nice story, I thought there. Um, our boy David Rush doesn't Dude. stop just because it's Christmas. Doesn't stop breaking records. Of course he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. He's like he's addicted. Clearly, uh, he broke three records over the festive period. Treated himself. Present. Why not? Yeah. Well, one was actually a present to himself because one of his records was re-breaking a record that he'd previously held that had been stolen off him. Ooh. So he used to be the record holder for speed juggling in the shower pattern, which is the one where you kind of like pass one under and one goes over the top at the same time. Okay. So it's like... So there's a lot of catches. Yeah. In what, like every time you do a, th- a throw, it's two catches effectively. So you can get very high numbers. Um, so do you want to guess how many catches in a minute he did in that shower pattern? Uh, uh, how many? Looks a bit like shuffling a deck of cards a little bit, the way your hands move. So how many could you do in a single second? Yeah. Maybe 10? Yeah. So I'm going to say 600? You are incredibly close. It was 586 catches. <sighs> so yeah, he's doing about 10. So it's about five rotations, effectively, because you're doing two catches per rotation. Yeah. So it's incredibly fast. Yeah. I did watch the video of this and his hands are just a blur for that. And the concentration that it takes, I like he is an incredible juggler, clearly, but even so, it's still very, very difficult. Um, Michael Ferrari was the guy who had taken the record right, off him. Yep. And the previous record that David Rush had was 556 and Ferrari got 558 to break Ooh. the record. But... David Rush has just smashed it. Like he's, Five, eight, six, he's put 30 it? on it. Yeah, there's no, ridiculous. no one's catching him again now. But growth mindset, that's what he says. He also broke the record for a different pattern. I didn't write down what it was. I think it was... the con- No, it began with a C. A different pattern of juggling. Yeah. Which he already had the record for. Just broke it again. Just smashed Why it. Why not? You, you've got the Guinness people out. Yeah, may as well, haven't you? Yeah. It doesn't count as another record, though. So... Uh... So what? they so whoever attempts it only has to beat his no, previous. No. Yeah, it is it is a world record, I suppose, but it doesn't count for him as breaking another world record yeah. in that year. Yeah, which was one of his targets was to break fifty two records in fifty two uh... weeks. Luckily, though, he broke some more. So <laughs> he broke a record for the most number of tennis balls caught while standing on a balance board in thirty seconds. So a balance board is like a circle, like a cylinder with a board on top yeah. and you just have to sort of stand still it's quite difficult we watched him do a couple like this didn't we with yeah. the, the kiwi slicing and stuff um, he had to catch the tennis balls with alternate hands so one handed catches all of them and you drop the ball I guess you drop it yeah you, you must do yeah because he was catching more uh, do you want to guess how many he got in 30 seconds <clears throat> I say 45 
67. 67. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, t- more than two a second. You've got to be catching bang, 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 yeah. bang. But only 30 seconds, so they're not going to keep the brain on for quite as long. So Yeah. Um, and then his final record, to break the 52 records in 52 weeks that he'd set himself, is very pertinent to this podcast because he caught a number of frisbees behind the back in an hour... Do you want to guess how many he caught behind his back in an hour? Like, I don't know, probably like 10. <laughs> yeah. That was enough. Yeah, because he's never played it before. <laughs> so Guinness set him a target, as they do with him quite frequently, because he tries to break records that haven't been set. Yep. Um, the target that they set him was 1,400. 1,400. Yep. In an hour. In an hour, which is how many a minute? <sighs> That's it's so difficult to do the maths. <laughs> so twelve hundred would be twenty in a minute. Yeah. So it's just over twenty in a minute. Twenty five in a minute. No, twenty three in a minute or something like that. Yeah. So one every two seconds, roughly. About yeah. It's a lot, isn't it? That's real tough. And I can tell you, he broke it. Do you want to guess how many he broke it by? One thousand four hundred is what he's aiming for. Yep. Two thousand one hundred. Again, very, very close. 2,173, <laughs> which is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Now that we've done the maths, that is incredible. Yeah. So he's doing like two every three seconds, effectively, for an hour. Yeah. Is that right? Have I done the maths right on that? That seems crazy. Ben's going to check it and because yeah. he's going to get the calculator out and crunch the numbers, see how amazing David is. A few moments later. So he's doing two every three seconds, effectively, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost exactly that. Yeah, amazing. That is an amazing record to have broken. To do that for an hour, like we've played frisbee, we play frisbee a lot. I wouldn't do that for an hour. No, no I couldn't. couldn't. I, no, I don't think I could. I don't think I could keep the concentration to do it. Like somebody's gonna have to be throwing them like That's accurately true. as well for That's an hour. That's a pretty good thrower. Yeah, I don't they, know how they should get some credit on they, this. Record. They definitely should. <laughs> this is definitely a pair's record, and I did not get the name. The, the name of the pair was not published, so David's got it. And maybe they, they use a machine, like a calibrated machine. Oh, uh, like Carbel. He's a machine. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more record though. Although David was amazing, he doesn't get world record of the week because there is one more record that is unbelievable um the it was named the impossible row is the a project called the impossible row which is between the cape horn at the tip of south america and the antarctic peninsula which is on the edge of the antarctic circle yep um it had never been completed before in a rowing boat and it was over christmas it was completed by a six-man crew uh fian paul don't know how you say his name uh colin o'brady cameron bellamy andrew town jamie douglas hamilton and john peterson rose for 12 days one hour and 45 minutes making the first completely human powered crossing of this treacherous stretch of water very impressive this mm. like this is open sea rowing which is not easy no i don't know if anyone's tried it <laughs> i've tried a little bit of it and it's very very difficult and yes. i was only in a bay so <laughs> you try doing that across like actual oceans where the great the waves are getting like massive i don't know and how... icebergs and well yeah yeah <laughs> once you get into the arctic circle or the other one the south arctic circle is it called the antarctic circle i've never heard that before you I hear the know. arctic circle a lot yeah. don't you I don't know if it's called the Antarctic Circle. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's not 
like maybe it's not the same. It doesn't have the same gravitas. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> as cool. Yeah, <laughs> you fuck off, Antarctica. <laughs> um, there was a number of world records broken uh, during this row. Um, it was the first row on the Southern Ocean in general. Apparently, oh, wow. the first row across the Drake Passage, which was the, that was what the impossible row was. Um, the first row to the Antarctic continent. First person to ever have rowed there. Because where else would you go from? You wouldn't start yeah. from further away. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe <laughs> this is the closest part you can get there from. Um, South Africa? How close is South Africa to... The water's cold. I can tell you that is much. It? Yeah. Mm. So, close enough. Close enough, yeah. <laughs> close as you'd like to be. <laughs> um, there was also... It also broke records for the southernmost start of a rowing expedition. So, I guess that must be the southernmost tip then, I guess. Yeah. I guess, of the world. Um, the southernmost latitude reached by a rowing vessel. Makes sense. Uh, the youngest person to row on the Southern Ocean, which one of the other records it said was the first row on the Southern Ocean. So, of course, it's the youngest person. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and ridiculous. the oldest. And both the youngest <laughs> and oldest. And, yeah, that is the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Fian Paul is the oldest, 39 years old. <laughs> to be 39 years old and doing this is quite impressive as mm. well, isn't it? Um, it was the first ocean rower to complete the Ocean Explorer's Grand Slam. That was Fian Paul. Um, that is rowing on all of the different oceans oh, in the okay, world. That's cool. And he's the first person to have ever done that. Again, that seems crazy. Yeah. Like, there's only five of them. <laughs> How hard can it be to just go out and row for a little bit and then row back? <laughs> yeah. I could have done that. <laughs> when you said it was the um, expedition starting from the most southerly point, mm. I wonder if there is a more southerly point, I don't know, bottom of New Zealand or yeah, something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's and somebody's point. just gone out on a little dinghy and back. Yeah, surely that's an expedition. That's true. Not <laughs> if you do it on a dinghy, that is quite dangerous. So not on the same scale. No. But... <laughs> yeah, it, maybe it has to be so far to be called an expedition, <laughs> rather than just a pissing about <laughs> <laughs> paddle. <laughs> no, suddenly paddle. <laughs> suddenly paddle. I'm going to go break that. <laughs> uh, well done to those guys because that Absolutely. is impressive. Team of the week. Team of the week this week. Are J.S. Sam Pierroise. It's really hard to say. <laughs> Pierroise, uh, an amateur side from the island of Reunion out in near Madagascar. Reunion Island. Yes. Um, technically a French territory, I guess. Yes. It's, it comes under France. Um, so they are able to play in the French football leagues why is it big old commute it is uh <laughs> it's six thousand miles <laughs> to get there and they are, they're an amateur side they played generally on reunion island but because it was the french cup they were like yeah why not enter they played second division side Nure and beat them 2-1 oh my a massive result <clears throat> amateur side to have beaten a professional french football side to be fair, most people can beat French football sides, nah. can't they? So, <laughs> but huge result for them. Uh, they took about 100 fans with them to, for the 6,000-mile nice. trip, which is massive. But it yeah. does mean they've got to do it again now <laughs> to go to the next leg, the next round of the cup. Oh, do they not get a home leg? Ooh, that's a good idea, if, actually. If, yeah. if, they, like, if there's any justice, they, <laughs> they should have got yeah, a home if leg. if they draw a home leg tie. Yeah. Winners. Yes, because it would be very hot down there. Yeah. Which the French won't like. They don't like it. Actually, no, French are all right with heat, aren't they? It's us that don't like heat. That's what I remember now. Um, no side from Reunion had ever, ever reached the knockout stage of the cup before. Teams had tried, but really? been pulverised. Wow. Yeah. It's it's a very small island. 
they don't yeah. play much football there. So I I I find it hard. I, I'm surprised to hear that teams had tried. Yeah, same previously. actually. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it's a long way to go yeah. to get pounded, <laughs> but they did it <laughs> they were up for it they were up for the challenge and they won awesome so that is great news uh i don't know we'll i guess we'll find out so we'll try and find out who they've got yeah. in the next round we'll talk about it next week but good luck if they haven't played Absolutely. it yet and got pounded so <laughs> <laughs> Team of the week. funny story to finish up the week is about a referee who's got no trousers nah. did you see it did you read it you didn't read it. No, I didn't. Oh, it's a funny one. Um, it's an ice hockey referee who turned up to a game. Richard Belfit turned up to uh, a Peterborough Phantoms game, and they were playing Telford Tigers. Two very good names for very boring places. <laughs> Peterborough and Telford are two of the most boring places I've ever been to. Um, but great names. Phantoms is a great name Phantoms for a team, is isn't it? Good, I really yeah. like that. Um, uh, Richard Belfort turned up at the Peterborough rink and realised that he'd left his trousers at home. Oh, no. No, Richard. Didn't feel the breeze on his way down. <laughs> <laughs> Just walked down in his pants. It's like one of those terrible dreams. <laughs> um, apparently, ice hockey referees have to wear very specific pants or trousers because the ice, well, the puck can be going up to 100 miles per hour. So they oh. have to have a good amount of padding on your trousers. Because it'll break your leg. It, uh, yeah, genuinely. Like, it's very dangerous yeah. to be a referee. It's dangerous to be a referee anyway in it ice is, hockey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it makes it I more dangerous if you ain't got your trousers on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they ended up only 15 minutes late. So I don't know where he'd managed to get some trousers from. He's padded his trousers out with stuff. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> just kind of got some straw <laughs> from, from, and just stuffed it in. There was a local shin kick. Yeah, exactly. Going on. Exactly what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> it protects everything, doesn't it, straw? <laughs> um, Peterborough were a little bit cheeky on Twitter and they said, uh, we have three of four, uh, three of our four match officials on the ice. Presumably, Mr. Belfit didn't want to ref the game in his underwear. Nah. Right. Take that, Mr. Belfit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a school teacher, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Stupid old Mr. Belfit. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> have a great week. Thank you for listening. If you want to find more of our episodes, you and can. Why wouldn't you? Well, everybody does. I mean, everyone, everyone I, in the world. I don't know how they found this one. <laughs> I don't know how anyone finds podcasts. To be honest, it's impossible. <laughs> but you can find ours yes. on our website, which is uh, backseatcoaches.co.uk. You can. You can get involved with us on Facebook. We are Backseat Coaches Podcast on Facebook. We've got a little cheeky page. Or send us a tweet on Twitter at Backseat Coaches. Yeah. We do all kinds of fun stuff on Twitter. I posted a thing about wrestling robots the other day on Twitter. This little video of robots wrestling. So if you want to see that, go to Twitter. You, you get any retweets? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on Podchaser, which is a good like podcast aggregator. They're pretty cool. Or iTunes. Yeah. And if you do it through iTunes, give us a little five-star review. Anywhere you find us, give us five stars, please. If, Please. If, if you see us in the street, just give us like five stars. I would love, oh, do you know? Like Milky Way stars. stars. No, Milky uh, Way stars. That's oh, what I want. Nice. So go and buy some and give them to me. <laughs> <laughs>
another year closer to the grave. <laughs>